Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome back to another episode on Anxiety Doesn't Own Me podcast. My name is Emmanuel Isaacson and I'm an anxiety coach who helps people to overcome and heal their anxiety naturally. Today, what we'll be discussing is about agoraphobia. This is one of many anxiety disorders that a lot of people do struggle with. And I want to talk about today on this episode, what we can do in order for us to overcome it, a better understanding of what agoraphobia is altogether. Because again, the more we understand what anxiety is, how it works, we will be able to have more control over it. And this applies with anything in life. The more you understand how something works, the calmer you will be and the more ammo in a way, the more knowledge that you have, the more the more control you will have over the situation. So we want to understand what agoraphobia is and of course, how can we overcome this? And this is something that I personally also struggle with. I used to be terrified of being on my own. I used to be terrified of going on public transportations. I used to be terrified of being in a place that was far from a hospital or medical place because they wouldn't be able to, because if like, if they wouldn't be able to get to me, then I might die. It might be catastrophic and I might just pass away. I need to be terrified of that. I used to be terrified uh, of that. I need to be avoiding these places. And I would go on Google and I would check, I'm like, okay, I'm going to this place. Like what's the, where's the nearest hospital? Like, is this place like in the middle of the city or if it's a crowded place in the city i used to be not want to go there but like okay like how are they going to get to me that's also another thing i used to be terrified about but a lot of people do struggle with this and just to give you guys a little bit of idea of what agoraphobia is agoraphobia is whenever you are afraid of being alone afraid of going on public transportation, afraid of being trapped in a place, afraid of crowded places. Um, If you have, let's say, for example, a panic attack or a few panic attacks in a certain place, you will avoid that place altogether. You don't like staying in lines. It really starts to increase your anxiety, being in open places. These are some things that people with agoraphobia struggle with. This is some things that affects them. And this is how you know you have agoraphobia. And the question a lot of people have is that, okay, what can I do for agoraphobia? What can I do in order for me to overcome this? Now, I want to let you guys know that in generally speaking, like I don't want you to label, I don't want you to label yourself. Okay, this is what I have. I have health anxiety or I have agoraphobia. I've had panic disorder. Or I have OCD. And I'll tell you why, whenever we label ourselves, whenever we label ourselves that this is what we have and this is what I struggle with, we confine ourselves to that thing. What we want to do is not 
put a label on it, but we want to also understand what kind, what type of anxiety we are struggling with just for the sake of the treatment, just for the sake of the treatment that we can do in order for us to come to overcome that specific anxiety disorder. So for example, with agoraphobia, as we're speaking over here, what can we do in order for us to overcome this? One of the most effective ways to overcome agoraphobia, and this might be a little hard, is exposure therapy. Exposure therapy is one of the most powerful ways to overcome this because, again, we have to understand that the reason why we have anxiety is because our amygdala is perceiving that situation. Let's say, for example, the open space or the crowded enclosed place, right, or being on a public transportation as a dangerous situation, as that thing being dangerous. So what we need to do, what we need to do is rewire the amygdala. We have to rewire it so that it stops sending out a signal to the sympathetic nervous system to activate the fight and fight mode. Now, one of the best ways, one of the best ways to reprogram the amygdala is by exposure therapy. And I'll give you guys a scenario so you you have a better understanding of what is exposure therapy and how it actually works. So let's say, for example, we have a panic attack in a certain place. Every time we go to that certain place, we start experiencing a panic attack. So what we do naturally in order for us to cope is that we avoid that situation. But the truth is, is that we are not really living. We are being controlled from our anxiety and we don't want that. We want it at the end of the day to be in control. We want the control back so that we can live like we once did. So the way we do it is by step-by-step, there are those two ways. You can do it step-by-step that we gradually get to that place where we have a panic attack. And the entire time that that we are there going towards that place, whatever it is, we tell ourselves and we tell ourselves like we are in a safe place. Having a panic attack isn't dangerous. And guys, having a panic attack is not a dangerous thing. You should know that it's perfectly normal to experience a panic attack and your body's actually operating normally because it's the only problem is that it's perceiving that situation as a dangerous thing. So we need to rewire the amygdala and tell our amygdala, like, hey, that place is a safe place. That place is a good place. It's a happy place, whatever it is. We need to reprogram it so that it stops sending out a signal. Because right now, whenever we're going there, our amygdala is like, oh my God, this is a place is a dangerous place because we're having a panic attacks and panic attacks are dangerous. So let's activate in fight and fight mode. And boom, we have a panic attack. I'm like, oh my God, I don't want this. So whenever we do exposure therapy, again, we can do it gradually. We don't have to go there in one shot. But while we're going there, it's like, you know what? That place is a safe place. That place, I am in a safe place. Because every time every time we're trying to do exposure therapy, and this is important, we do not want to, we do not want to look at, let's say, for example, the time. Okay, how long do I need to be here for? When am I going to go back? Don't look at that. When am I going to go back? No, we want to rewire because at the end of the day, have this goal in mind. We want to be anxiety free. And this is one of the most effective ways. Tell your amygdala, like, hey, this place is a safe place. We are in a safe place. Just like our home or whatever place is safe for you, so too this place is a safe place. So it's okay. It's okay to be here. In panic attacks, tell them like, hey, panic attacks 
is a normal thing to experience. I know, guys, you don't want to experience a panic attack. I'm not saying that you should. But again, we want to tell the amygdala at the end of the day, panic attacks aren't dangerous because we don't want to experience a panic attack. So we want to tell the amygdala, hey, having a panic attack isn't dangerous. It's okay if we experience it. We're going to accept the way we feel. We're not going to fight it because panic attacks aren't dangerous. We are safe. This place is a safe place. Whenever we do that, eventually, when we get to that place, every single day we can get closer and closer to that place. Or if, even if you leave, you are afraid of leaving your house or in a crowded place, right? You start getting anxious because, again, you're thinking, oh, my God, a crowd is a dangerous place. This enclosed place is a dangerous place. No, no, no. Whenever you tell yourself that, whenever you feel that because the anxiety is talking to you, we have to talk back and tell it like, hey, this place is a safe place place we are safe another guys a power powerful thing that we could do is cbt cbt is literally changing your thought process because you have to understand the thought creates an emotion our emotions create an action so what we need to do is change the thought so if we are afraid of going on public transportation i used to be terrified of going on buses i was just terrified of them and I would ask myself, like, okay, like, what are you afraid of? Like something bad happening. If I have a panic attack, if I faint or I pass out, those are the thoughts that are running through my mind. So what I would tell myself, okay, you know what? How many times did you go on the bus beforehand and you were fine? Whenever you were younger, you used to go on the bus all the time. You used to be on the trains all the time. Like everything was fine. Like nothing bad is going to happen. And I would picture the situation as me just sitting on the bus and Everything going to be fine. Everything is going to be okay. And I'm actually going to enjoy it. So I would look at it more in a positive way. And that would change the way I would feel. It would change the way I would feel. I would feel much calmer. And then my action would be, okay, let's go on the bus. Let's try to do that. Again, this is just an example of what I could do with public transportation that we could do. So we can change the thoughts. So every time we have, let's say we're going somewhere, let's say we're going on a vacation or we're going someplace that we feel anxious about. We can change our mindset and tell ourselves, you know what? Why am I thinking right away that something bad is going to happen? Maybe something good is going to happen. Let's try to picture that. Let me be more hopeful about that situation. And you will see how calm you would actually become. You know, a lot of people are afraid of driving and they are afraid because they're going to get into a car accident or they're going to get stranded or they're going to be trapped in there. There's so many reasons why. Each person has their own reason. But what we could do, instead of thinking that, because what that's going to do is make us feel anxious. And that's going to cause us to avoid going on the car. What we could do is tell ourselves, you know what? The car, I'm going to get from point A to point B period quickly. What's the chances of a car accident actually happening? 10%? 5%? Let's focus on the 90% or 95% that nothing bad actually does happen. You know, what's the chances of me being strand stranded in a, you know, in the car? It literally, it, it's like the percentage is so low. So we want to focus more on the on the amount of times that we were fine, on the times where everything is fine, where majority of the time everything is going to be okay. Like instead of focusing on a small percentage, and we can see that, by the way, it helps us to calm down. Like, oh, wait, that's such a small percentage. Like, for example, whenever I used to be terrified of flying, I'm like, oh, my God, but what if the plane crashes? I and mean, what if this and this and this happens? But like, okay, Emmanuel, how many flights are there in a day, just in one day? Just in one day. And all of them, all of them, may, let's say if there is one day that it happens, but like there's thousands of flights all around the world and everything, they come and they land safely. 99.6% of the time, everything is fine. 
and there's thousands of flights and they're all fine. So why am I focusing on that one thing? You know what I mean? So we want to focus more. We want to focus more on the good things and be more hopeful. So that way we're able to calm down and thought change our emotions. Our emotions take changes our actions. And that way we can actually feel much calmer. These are just a few ways that you can help yourself with agoraphobia. And of course, doing one-on-one sessions also help as well so that we can dig in deeper to see what the issue is and to work with you one-on-one. If you did like this episode, please click the like button and leave a five-star review. The reason why I ask is because this way we're able to reach more people. And the more people that we can actually reach, the more people that we can actually help because my mission in this world, my purpose is to help people to overcome and heal their anxiety naturally and show them that it's possible to overcome. Thank you guys. Take care. And I'll see you guys in the next episode.